Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I didn't have to sell him on Buffalo. He was sold on the Buffalo as a city. I had to sell him on the organization and the direction we were going and how competitive we thought we were. More Tim Murray there from yesterday's press conference. Again, if you missed out on any of that, uh, we played it here on WGR. It is up on the website at WGR550.com in the on-demand audio section. Do you think if Rex Ryan was coach of the Florida Panthers, he would come out in a press conference with one of the Kevin Spacey masks? (laughs) I think he would, probably. I don't know. So random. I just saw Kevin Spacey in there, and I was like, if Rex Ryan was coach of the Florida Panthers, he would probably have the sweater and the mask on. He would definitely have the sweater on. I don't know about the mask. He came out with a Clemson helmet. Why not the mask? That's a good point. He came out you, you and never helmet really, is pretty much mask. You can't but see his face. You can never really know what Rex Ryan is about to do anyways. But uh, let's head on to the AT&T hotline now as we've got noted jerk NHL.com's Joe Yerdon on with us. Joe, how are you doing this morning, buddy? Doing great, Nate. Good to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for uh, taking some time out of your holiday weekend to uh, to give us a uh, give us some of your time here. Uh, nice, to, nice to kick back in the uh, the old lawn chair and just talk a little puck, right? Oh yeah, well. But I first mean... things first, Joe. Yesterday, we're not sure if this is you. It's not confirmed. You kind of confirmed it on Twitter about throwing elbows in the media scrums. <laughs> How hard of elbows have you given Paul Hamilton in the past? Is the real question. He was a hockey player. He so was. He, he can take you probably, right? <laughs> Paul could probably take take me in a, in a rumble, but I, I I always have to try to use uh, my old basketball skills. Uh, oh, a box out, the, the classic box I, out. Gotta get the box out. I don't want to throw elbows on Paul. I got I got to box him out. I got to be a little bit more wily with him. He's he's the he's the, he's the classic veteran veteran performer. He oh, he's been he around. Throwing bows. Before <laughs> we dive into this whole Kyle Poso thing, I want to talk a little bit. Um, about the, some of the Tim Murray comments from yesterday at, at the press conference. Now, he, as he mentioned, you know, he he kind of it wasn't like the draft. You know, there wasn't a there wasn't fights every time somebody wanted to to get something in. But what did you take from from Tim Murray? Do you think that he felt as though he walked away from yesterday feeling as though they not only got better as a team, uh, but that he accomplished what he set off to accomplish maybe last month or whenever they got together as a team and said, hey, this offseason, we want this to get done. Do you feel that they've accomplished whatever it is they set out to do on, on July 1st? I, I think he's done that. I think he feels he's done that. And it's just the, there's a couple more check marks left to be uh, to be put, put down on paper. And, you know, the, I think the guys that that need to be checked off are, are pretty easy to pick out. It's Jimmy Bessie and it's and it's a backup goaltender. But uh, but I think as far as, as getting things accomplished, I mean, he got his top four lefty defenseman. You got, you know, you get Dmitry Kulikov at the draft and you, you swing a deal to make that happen. That's that's check mark number one. And that's one that hasn't been that's a box that hasn't been checked off for two years as far as Tim Murray's concerned. So, you know, he gets that taken care of. That's a big thing. And then he goes out and he gets, he gets some big fish. You know, he talked about, you know, the big fish. And I think we all knew he was talking about Steven Stamkos at first, but 
you know, if you don't get Stamkos, and obviously when a guy's under team control, you can't really uh, can't really count on that on him coming free. So, you know, he doesn't get him, but then Kyle Oposo is the next guy in the list. And, you know, he went full bore, and it sounded like Kyle Oposo didn't really need to have his arm twisted too much uh, to be able to come to Buffalo. He likes the setup here. Uh, so those are those are two great. Uh, two great acquisitions by Tim Murray, and you know, now it's down to Vessi. Now it's down to a goaltender, and then you just fill in the holes the rest of the way. I guess this summer list wasn't exactly too difficult to get taken care of, but you got to spend a lot of money to do it. And you talked about Oposo not really needing uh, a reason to come to Buffalo. We talked about how he knew about the city. He had talked to his friends, uh, Matt Molson, Thomas Vanek, among others, about the city, and. With the NHL draft here last weekend, it was really the center of the hockey world, and Buffalo really showed its stuff. So is this a moment? We've had free agents deny Buffalo in the past here. Uh, Is this a moment that now Buffalo is truly with the players that they've got and the talent that they've acquired through the years of suffering? They're turning their image around as a place that isn't, like uh, you heard on if you watch the OJ documentary, players were describing it as Siberia. Has this image of Buffalo, Siberia, uh, turned around to where players actually want to come here? Well, I think this is this is the kind of thing where you know you think into recent past where they they went diving into the free agent market. You know that, that I think back to that chase for Brad Richards, you know, a few years back. Probably a good thing they they ended up not winning that one, but. Uh, when you look at this, you know, and you know they they get Ryan O'Reilly and he loves it here. You know they get they get Nevander Cannon, you know he loves it here. And you get Jack Eichel, you get Sam Reinhart, you get Rasmus first line. Suddenly you've got a lot of guys. You got a lot. Of, you got a lot of young guys, and the league has skewed young. And when you've got a lot of young talent, you got a lot of guys that can that can play very well and play hard. And you know Kyle Poso knows how to play against these guys, and he knows how difficult it was last season. So. You, know, you have a lot of those guys kind of setting setting the mark and getting things ready for the future. And I think a lot of I think a lot of players that are that are going to come available now are going to see what's going on in Buffalo and go, hey, you know, maybe we've got to hitch our start of this wagon. Maybe this is the next team that's going to come busting out and, and become a, a perennial Stanley Cup favorite and challenger. So, you know, when, when it comes to that, that's a big thing. And Buffalo, you know, let's face it, Buffalo has improved a lot here the last. You know, 10, 15 years, you know, over that time. I mean, I remember coming back here to college, going back to the year 2000 and seeing Buffalo not really coming away too impressed. But mm-hmm. you know, now living here three years and seeing everything just kind of you know, blowing up here the last few years, it's pretty impressive. So, you know, I see what these players are talking about. I see what these guys are doing. And, you know, it's it, it certainly helps Tim Murray when he, when he wants to sell people at Buffalo. When they come here, they go, listen, I already like it. Tell me about the team. Tell me about the organization. What, what can they do to help me out? Yeah, Joe uh, Joe Yurden here from NHL.com. Joe, um, obviously I, the feel is that the Sabres are done in free agency. There's really not much else out there um, that could really appease what this team needs depth-wise. But say they do get this Jimmy Vesey deal done. Now, then you've created a an interesting wing situation, and you've got a little bit more depth, I think, than a lot of people had originally thought this team was going to be going into the 2016 season. A guy like Tyler Ennis is an interesting guy to talk about when you're talking about what happens next for this team. Do you see a potential trade, uh, maybe for another defenseman uh, on this team? Is the tra- is a trade really kind of the next best available option for Tim Murray to continue improving this roster moving forward? Yeah, I, I think I think if there's going to be a surprise move 
you know, out of the blue. I think, you know, I mean, we we're going to be sitting around probably waiting until August 15th at Bessie. But uh, if there's going to be a move that comes out and comes out and, you know, leads to the Sabres getting some new players in, it's going to see a player or two moving out of here to make it happen. I, you know, the, the free agent market, like you said, it's, it's probably not too aggressive right now. I mean, unless you're, you know, you have certain holes within your organization you're looking to fill. Um, but, you know, right now, you know, the top guys are gone. You know, the, the, the guys that you, that can be instant impact players, they're, they're not there. So I think for Buffalo, if, if it means, you know, finding another, another defenseman to add, or if it means, you know, finding, you know, finding room on the forward, the forward units to make things work, then, you know, you're going to have to move some bodies out because you can't just have, you know, three guys, three guys sitting out every night who make a ton of money. You know, that's not really great cap management and it's not really great for those players either, but. You know, it's, it's a good thing for training camp because you're going to get the competition in camp and have these guys, you know, really busting their tails to to make sure that they're in that 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 starting lineup every night. But you know, overall for the whole season, you know, while the, having the depth is great, you can't have a you can't have an unhappy room. We're talking with Joe Yurden, NHL.com. Joe uh, Kyle Poso talking about the centers really being the reason why he came, along with thinking that the Sabers can win the Stanley Cup in the next few seasons. Where do you see him slotting with? Do you see him slotting more with O'Reilly, or do you see him with Eichel, more of the elite playmaker type? I think if I could peek into Dan Bilesma's, you know, he's always tinkering with with line ideas. If I could look at his list right now, I bet anything he's got a top line of, of Kane, O'Reilly, and Oposo as that number one unit. And then, you know, that second line, you know, question mark, maybe with maybe Vessi penciled in, maybe Ennis penciled in. Then you go Eichel and Reinhardt. And, you know, I, maybe maybe you can skew things a little bit from there. Maybe, maybe you know, if Ennis is healthy, maybe you have him play with Kane and O'Reilly. Maybe you, you slide Oposo to Eichel and Reinhardt, you know, have – you know, have Oposo play left side. He can play left or right side. So you know, you're you're looking at you're looking at a nice problem to have. Honestly, it's it's one of those situations where it's like, well, geez, we got all these guys. Where the heck can we put them? And you know, if that's your problem, it's a good one to have. So I would say I would say for Buffalo right now, Oposo is your top line guy. You know, he's he's too productive of a player. He can help O'Reilly score a few more goals. Maybe he can help Kane score a few more goals. These are he's a good guy to have in the mix, and that that that'll help out. But uh, unless some other things happen, unless Vesey signs, you know, I, I would say Oposo is probably your your first line guy. Joe, where do you see the Sabers going with their goaltending situation? I mean, they they had a goalie in mind, then he apparently reneged on the deal. Tim Murray wasn't too happy about that. So where does Tim go now? Does he go to the free agent market and just sign, I don't know, maybe a guy for the AHL or, you know, a guy that's not really going to play much in the NHL? Do they go out to the trade market to find their guy, or do they rely on bringing up Linus Allmark to back up Robin Leonard for the entire season this year? Yeah, that was that was an interesting set up. I, I, w- I certainly wasn't expecting the uh, the answer when I asked Murray about about the goaltending thing uh, with with Chad Johnson going to Calgary, but it certainly sounded like Buffalo didn't want to spend a lot of money on a backup goalie because you know the numbers he was throwing around in, in relation to the, the goalie who backed out. You know we don't know who it is. We can all guess. You know some of the names, but you know you're, when you're looking at spending seven hundred, seven hundred fifty thousand, eight hundred thousand on a goalie, you're not breaking the bank for a backup, and you're you, it looks like you're trying to put everything on Robin Leonard to be the number one guy. So that, that leaves the options to be a bit more wide ranging. 
Um, I, I think you could pick a guy who's basically a, a tweener between the NHL and the AHL and maybe have a bit of a rotation workout where, you know, he comes up and plays a few games, backs up for a few, a few others, then he goes down to the AHL and Omar comes up and does the same. And you just have those guys working on a bit of a rotation. I, I don't think the fans of Rochester would care for that too much. I think they would like to see Linus and Jason Kasdorf duke it out all season long. But, you know, the, the key is for the Sabres, and, you know, they, they had they had a guy in mind, and that guy didn't come. So based on, you know, based on some of the chatter, that was the guy they had in mind. They're, they're, they're not really going all in as far as finding a backup here. So I, I people are going to stress about it, but I, I to me it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a, always a work in progress sort of thing. Joe, uh, revisiting the Kyle Oposo signing uh, yesterday, uh, you wrote an article on NHL.com, which we tweeted out, and you can read, uh, just head to our Twitter page, and Joe, I'm sure, has, has tweeted it out as well a few times. Joe, you mentioned in here that uh, Oposo had a .7 points per game in his NHL career, but the past three seasons, he's bumped that average up to .88 per game. So to you, what caused that kind of I mean that's a pretty significant jump in three years especially when over the course of his career he's been sort of right there at that point seven mark what to you in your mind has has caused him to take his game to the next level and and make himself a six million dollar a year player to me it's him being more of a forceful player you know it's being being a little bit more forceful and going to the net, you know, being a bit bolder with, you know, with his puck handling and his shooting and, and his passing. And, you know, he, he mentioned, Kyle mentioned on the phone, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the conference call, excuse me, uh, that, you know, he, he's cleaned up his, you know, his life. He's, you know, working out better, working with a skills coach, you know, he's eating better. So, you know, himself physically, he's, you know, he's a, he's a better player over the past few years than he was when he first came up. And, you know, that's, that's a part of it. But you know, when when it comes down to it, it, it's it's using your skills more effectively and being being wiser about with, with with the chances you're taking. And you know, certainly a lot of people are going to point to Tavares and say, well, you know, anybody playing with John Tavares is going to see a boost in their numbers. Uh, but you know, he spent a lot of time working with Franz Nielsen. You know, Franz Nielsen just cashed in himself a bit yesterday with a five million dollar contract. So, you know, if 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 he's doing it, you know, if Kyle's doing it because he's better, or if he got, you know, if he got to be because of Tavares, I don't, to me, I don't think it's it's the other one. I think, it, I think it's Kyle doing it because he's a good player, and you know, sometimes for these guys, it takes takes a couple of years to get into it, and you know, for him, when he hit that age twenty five spot, you know, it's the prime for a lot of these guys, and he's right in the heart of his prime. So to me, it's it's a simple solution for Kyle Oposo. He, he's He's hitting the time when he's the most comfortable in the league, and he's figured out how to use his body and his skills the best. And finally, Joe, before we let you go here, he talked yesterday on the conference call about how he changed his you know, habits. And do you think that's something that the Sabres would like to have on their team, someone who's been through that process? I've asked this question a bunch of times already to other people uh, who has been through that process of changing their habits and knows the work you have to put in in the off season in order to be successful and keep your game growing. Well, I'll tell you what, when you got a team that's full of young players who are very impressionable, uh, guys who are, who are learning from the older guys around them. And you put a guy like Kyle Oposo into that room. I think it does nothing but good things, you know, by, by all accounts from, from everybody I've spoken to Kyle Oposo is an outstanding guy. And when you've got an outstanding guy with a great personality and you're putting him into a room with, you know, 19, 20, 21, 22 year old guys, even maybe a few of the 24 and 25 year olds, 
you got a guy that works that hard and does these things to make himself a better player and continue to get better as he gets older, that's a good thing. And when you've got him setting the example for a lot of these guys, that's to me that's a huge that's a huge deal for 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 this team moving ahead because you know you want these guys getting in good habits right away. You want these guys basically to be specimens their whole their whole career. And if they can start doing it at age 19, 20, 21, instead of waiting until they're 25 to do it, that's even better. It's even better for the players, and it's much better for the team because they're going because they're only going to reap the benefits of it. Joe, thank you so much for uh, taking time out of your holiday weekend to uh, to give us some uh, some great details, not only on uh, Oposo, but uh, Sabres free agency and trades and all their offseason moves moving forward. I appreciate it, buddy. Hey, you got it, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend with friends and family. Will do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.